0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Spurts.
1: Welcome to The Deep Dive, first playoff edition, true playoff edition. Uh, We did a little bit of a, a teaser, a taste tester on uh monday talking about some thoughts about the wild card matchups i don't think any of the stuff we postulated the market has moved against us so we might have been a little bit better off just firing away on a couple of sides here because as we sit here and look at the board now much of the value has dried up and i guess as you stick back if you take a big old step back have you heard much commentary much uh uh content surrounding the uh, wild card weekend yet from just people in our space who you respect
0: a little bit i mean i've caught some here and there i don't have as much time to uh, i i do miss the days of having a job where i would just drive places for no reason whatsoever like oh a customer an hour away needs needs their handheld on something you know what i'm gonna oh, go what do you that. know and I'm going to take enough. the long way and I'm going to listen to like three hours of podcasts here and just kind of get a feel for what other people I respect or don't respect sometimes. Like I used to like listen to some podcasts. With some you
1: like you used to, to like involved. having both.
0: Yeah, I like, I like to, and that was something, uh, the mill, you know, uh, mill. Oh yeah. That's a good I mean, point. That was one I, yeah. of his things. He taught me many years ago. He's like, I like to listen to bad podcasts. He's like, I, I like to know what, what like the public is thinking. And you know, I won't name names on the ones I used to listen to, but some of them are pretty big names. So I'd like to hear what they had to say, but <laughs> I, I do miss that. And you know, just being on gambling Twitter and curating your timeline the way you do, I don't get as much, but I, I have seen a little bit here and there. I didn't get a chance to catch you or the boys on Matchbook at all today. I haven't caught any PFF yet. I'm, I mean, there's a few that I usually will try to listen to just because it, you know, even if it's not like, Oh, like that's a good idea. Sometimes it'll spark something. Like, oh, I want to go oh, check sure. into the stat. It makes you think. So, but this week, yeah, I mean, you're right. I've had a cu- I had a couple of takes right off the bat. The market moved with them, and I think a couple of those numbers are probably still some value. But I mean, let's let's address the big elephant in the room. It is week nineteen. Mm-hmm. The sports books not only have a very good idea of what each one of these teams is but it has a very good idea on what the appetite for the market is for each one of these teams. These are about as efficient as you're gonna get. It's like when you get to the Super Bowl and they put a lineup and it doesn't move despite million dollar bets on both sides. Like it's tough, you know, and we're gonna get to it later. We're gonna talk about some prop markets. We're gonna talk about some stuff like that, that I think might be better use of your money if you just have to get involved. And I'm not gonna tell you not to put together a six team teaser, But these are these are tough markets to beat. And I think it's just like two or three games during the whole playoffs that I have a strong conviction about. Like honestly, the 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 Niners one. What was it? The Packers or Niners Vikings a couple years ago. Sure. Where they put a seven up and just immediately. Like that one was like, that's wrong. I'm gonna play that. And those even games like that you don't even get one of those every year so that uh i hate the, i hate to be like hey this podcast is gonna stink we're not gonna make (laughs) any real convictions but we'll we'll talk about each of the matchups and why we think the market's doing what it is and how we think you know that
1: shapes up but it's this is tough sledding guys you can tell you can tell we've been doing this podcast for a long time this is episode 529 or something um but the reason I asked you the question if you've consumed much content is because I was literally going down this road. Uh, you get the sense that we're already at fair. <laughs> and it happened quick this year. Uh, I could be wrong. The market could move lots more between now and the time we get to kick off. There could be some injury surprises. We, we but- did
0: have a big move today in one with uh, some weather reports in uh, the Tampa game.
1: Yeah, that's true. That under I hit pretty hard. I think there was more to that even also. There were some people that digested a little bit of the injury situation as well. Yeah,
0: the injuries for Tampa and Philly and then the weather and then it
1: trending to the positively for the defense negatively for the offense on top of the fact that now we're looking at some winds and some rain. Yeah. So weather may continue to influence injury surprises. There is a lot of players who matter who missed practice <laughs> today. <laughs> you want your guys rested? there's not a lot you're going to really be able to, you know, to teach and practice this late in the season anyway, so it's not like it's really going to matter all that much. But uh I say if there was a, ever a team that could have used the
0: one seed or the old rules with the two seed getting a bye, it would be Tampa. Yeah, I mean, not wow. only that no we lost lost a, a receiver for good now. And you know, uh oh, two now with Godwin and Brown and you know, uh Lenny, what's Lenny's problem? Knee, hammy, quad?
1: Uh wow, good question. Uh knee. I think
0: I think it's I think it's a hammy. Um Evans is dinged up, and like you said, there's some defensive players as well, but those are trending uh better than the offense, especially for both teams. So I I, I do kind of agree with that move. I guess we'll get to that game in a second. Kind of uh I wanted to set up the I want to set up the whole market if we want to take a peek at this. Yeah, let's do it. Look at the look at the I don't know which we'll start with.
1: Oh, AFC. AFC. Okay. Whew. Okay. Um I got my fares and it's not surprising that your Kansas City Chiefs are at the top of the board here because yeah. they've basically been at the top of the board for the entirety of the season, going back to the preseason. Uh, they dipped as low at one point. You could have bought low on the Chiefs at in the AFC at eight to one. That was the best you could have gotten. Um, that would have been right around Halloween. We talked about it at the time. That was right before the Raiders mm-hmm. games, and I got a little bit of that, but not enough to really, not enough to get the blood going, really. Um, so. I'm not like dying for the chiefs to get it done here. And honestly, there's some serious concerns I have about this team and the way the offense is playing in particular. Um, How I'm
0: going to do a hypothetical here. And anyone who's listening to this in podcast form can't see the odds, but pull up your own odd screen or we'll do the end of the time to kill where I make you close your eyes and imagine. um,
1: (laughs) Imagine
0: imagine imagine that now imagine that one seed wasn't favorite yeah titans are your one seed only team of the buy let's go next 10 years that's 20 teams 21 seeds how many how many of those 21 seeds are not favored or let's even just co-favored do you know the answer or you just
1: asked me to speculate
0: in the next twenty years, how would I know the answer? Oh,
1: oh, in the next, two, oh, oh, oh. If, oh, I thought you were talking. Yeah, no,
0: about no, because I, I sorry. don't want to oh, go backwards. I don't want to look forward. You want to look
1: forward to where there's only one buy. I,
0: yeah, well, there's only that. one by Like, how how often do you think this is going to be? Like, am, I am I'm, I'm just trying to wrap my head around what you think of this. Like, do you think this is going to be a, a, a more of an exception, or are we going to see some teams where they're pretty good one two, and the better team just ends up with the bad tiebreaker and you end up with the one seed being you know the three to one second favorite here
1: I think we're going to see this more often uh, yeah but but at, but at the same time I do I don't think this is going to be common um, the interesting part about this and really this is the point I made talking with our buddies on match for matchbook this morning Um, it doesn't feel right that the Titans are the number are the second price on this list right doesn't feel right that they're the second choice in the betting market, but it absolutely is right because their path to the super bowl only goes through at worst goes through one of these two. Okay.
0: And and that's yeah, that's the thing. You there's just not a scenario where you can play out like I mean what what would you what would be your worst case scenario for the Titans for their two um,
1: games for you? Bengals Chiefs that's yeah. two that's two very good passing offenses coming through what about you
0: yeah that's probably that's probably it
1: I think you still are in good shape against the Bengals but uh I worry about you versus the Chiefs uh even though you beat the hell out of the Chiefs at all last time you played them yeah um no I think uh, no I the the key is that there's variance works in your favor if you back the Titans at this point um Anything happens to the Bills, knocks them out of the playoff mix. That's good for you. Anything happens to the Chiefs, knocks them out of the playoff mix. That's good for you. Uh, and worst case scenario, if you're the Titans, you only have to play one of those two teams. You don't have to beat them both. In years past, and basically everyone else here on the list is going to have to beat them both. Probably there is very low likelihood that uh, you know that there's un- that there's so much chaos across the bottom of the you know of this bracket that uh, you got to worry about this. Um, so I, I mean, it's, that's why the, the prices are the way they are. And as I yeah. currently look at my numbers, I give Tennessee just a little bit lower probability than Buffalo personally. So I would have had Buffalo as the second choice, but I had been fat on Buffalo against the market all season. So that's not super shocking. I give Buffalo a 20.3% chance to win the AFC. I give Tennessee just an 189 Um. I have Buffalo as a little bit higher to win the Super Bowl as well because I think it's more likely that they're favored in the Super Bowl once they get there uh, than Tennessee would be. Would you agree with those two statements?
0: Yeah, and I was I was going to say pretty much the same thing. Like, if the Bills were the second favorite, I wouldn't argue with it. You know, you can't put the Titans way behind them. A Titans 5-1 to one number would be hammered to dog shit people would beat the piss out of that. And, I yep. mean, it is. I think that all these numbers are probably pretty correct, except the Steelers. And I mean, yeah, that
1: should do? be a hundred to one. Uh, well, for the AFC, 80, yeah. 80. 80, Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a tough ask.
0: I mean, what what's, what is their money line this week?
1: Oh, that's a great question. We always forget this and somebody always brings it up in the gambling space and it's always a funny comment. Yeah, like you know, if you he, yeah, here's the thing. Um, if you
0: want to bet yeah, the Steelers, Andy,
1: goddamn, look at us. Their We're money
0: f- line right now is 5 to 1. So, yeah. let's say they win, their path yes. is likely heading to Tennessee. They go to Tennessee next where, where they, they would we be, know what
1: that price would be because they just played them. Um, yeah, and was that in it was in Pittsburgh though, I think. Um But that's true. Ultimately,
0: I mean, mean, what do you want to make that number?
1: Uh, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it plus 280, 3,800.
0: I was going to say almost plus 400. Okay. On the road. That's a little high. Against a rested team. Maybe 350. 350. That's true. 350. So let's go six times 450. And then they would need to win probably again on the road at the Bills. Bills or the Bengals. Something yep. like that. Yep. Probably a similar Probably Chiefs, number.
1: Chiefs, yeah. Oh, no. So they beat the Chiefs. They, they beat would the have Titans. The Chiefs. They beat the Bills. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. That's, that's a, Times. you're getting, so, you're getting that same number. So basically, yeah, the key let, point, let's let's this, see, this, th- about, this thought exercise yeah. just goes, goes to the, the general thesis of is it better to take a futures position on a team or to back them round by round? And in general, if they have the, the rule of thumb I always use, and this applies much more to tennis applies much yeah. more to march madness okay because that's a much broader it's a much bigger system right this is literally like you had to win three games to win to go to the super bowl right so it's a lot it's a lot more solved right um the question about money line rollover or futures boils down to um do they have to do all of the hard work themselves or are you buying because if they have to do it themselves then money line rollover rule of thumb is the better better play yeah if they if you are betting on it because you are expecting there could be chaos elsewhere in the bracket you're better off taking the futures. Yeah. Position.
0: Then your number. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're expecting something strange to happen, like if you and with in this case, like they're just they're the lowest seed. That's the toughest part about this. That's where I think the rollover would be good. I mean, what 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 could possibly be the biggest chaos? The Patriots and the you know the there's no chance that they can avoid like their first and second games are locked in stone. It's Chiefs yeah. and it's Titans. They have to yes. play those, regardless. So the best case scenario is the Steelers would head to Las Vegas on championship weekend where they would still be at what plus 200 dog
1: yeah that sounds right to me so even um, then so
0: if you take this number this this plus 500 and you super say they'd low be, likelihood that
1: happens but yeah
0: yeah and you'd, you'd say they you know you'd say they they go to Tennessee as a um, what we'll say plus 300 at Tennessee mm-hmm And then they go to the Raiders, and they're two to one. That's seventy-two to one. (laughs) (laughs) That's 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 literally their easiest path. You know, uh, you're taking out like, hey, the Raiders win those games, but and the you know all their quarterbacks are hurt at the end. You know, nothing strange. So like, a a rollover on a team like this is much better. Like if you're a Steelers fan,
1: that's probably and you
0: really want to take a price on them. Just bet them to straight up beat the Chiefs. You'll be you'll be smiling at the end if, if something wild happens, rather than looking at it and be like, "Oh shit, this ticket is much less of a long shot, but still, like, you know, you'll beat the Titans now."
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's yeah, look no, at this the N S C. Spend a lot of time let's on the S C. Let's look at the NFC. No, no, no. But this is this it, is much it's more a fun, a, a fun, a, fun gamble Yeah, because th- that's the one conversation. The other conversation is, why are you betting these now? Like, what are you doing? Like what, like, are you just now waking up and looking at this? You were like, I don't want to bet into the futures market because there's too much uncertainty. Let's wait until the playoff field is set. Fundamentally, these prices are tight and there is a vig because there's, it's, it's Tightly bigger tight. than a, it's a bigger hold than, uh, your, your average two way market because there are, you know, there's a little bit of margin, in everything, particularly the longer shots. There's a long shot bias. The longer shots have more margin, right? That's just the way it works. Um, and so fundamentally, you should be adding pieces at this point or figuring out ways at this point to cover, to hedge, to for, to to um, fill out a portfolio much more so than you should be now thinking about. Well, well god damn, those uh, those Cowboys look pretty damn good on Saturday night. And uh, mm, I feel like they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And you it know, feels like the Chiefs, they've made it two years in a row. They're going to go third year in a row. I'm going to back the Cowboys and the Chiefs now you know like that's you can't sit here now and just crystal ball it and expect to win long term you can if you want to have fun but you know that's not for me to tell you to do one way or the other yeah, um you just do don't you expect do you to win money to. that way long term yeah. um all that said again we're looking at packers uh as the uh, favorite here i take exception to these personal prices personally i have the cowboys over the rams by a meaningful margin in terms of probability of winning the nfc like decent margin what where, where why how, how am i so wrong there. So, I'm not betting into a 12 to 1 because I make the Cowboys 15. percent So my ed, my EV is small ish. But
0: and I, I think some of that maybe comes down to let's say it chalks out this weekend, and the the Rams would play the or the Rams would go to Green Bay, and actually and, I
1: have 12. This is NFC. Championship Cowboys or oh plus five fifty. Oh sorry. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, about. plus five fifty. Not bad. Okay, so, but
0: ahead. yeah, the da, Dallas would Dallas would take on the Ram or Dallas would take on the Bucks in Tampa, and the Rams would head to Lambo Frozen Lambo Field, and I make one of those lines bigger than the other. So right there, like I just because uh, you know. The Bucks, excuse me, the Bucks, the, the Cowboys and the the Rams or lines aren't so different that their chances of moving on from this first game are semi similar. I don't have it so much similar in the second chance in the second game. Okay. And then even if they were to play each other, I, uh, you know, it's not like I don't I don't understand why it's different either. I'm with you there. I would have the Rams behind the Cowboys. Cardinals number, despite talking about it all year. And how I wanted to fade these this team with a young head coach, young quarterback in the playoffs, like that's a bit of a big number now. Yeah. And they, you know, their path is very tough as well. They have to win as a dog. Then they they, you know, if they win, they'd go to Green Bay, unless San Francisco or Philly were to win, then they would, you know, they would be able to move to a different spot. But yeah, that's that seems a little little a little rough on the Cardinals. I know the offense just isn't the same without Hopkins. I'm not saying bet this. I'm not excited about betting the Cardinals at that price. I just expected it to be a little lower, and then uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, Hopkins may come, come back. Uh He was only there, rolled there out a recently, chance. and yeah, J.J. Watt seems likely to come back, so it's not crazy, Always. but you're counting on Cliff Kingsbury winning three road games, so best of luck to you if you take that road. Um That's a rollover bet. Did any – yeah, that's right. Did any – um did any of the potential NFC, I guess, did the seeding give you any clarity in terms of who ultimately emerges from this conference? Did anyone benefit from the way the seeding broke in the NFC, in your opinion? Because the Tennessee Titans clearly benefited a lot. This this week they did. Yeah. Right? What about, uh, what about so, Tennessee? Anyone benefit?
0: I, just because I do think the Niners are so live with how they've played. Like I, I think it stinks for them because almost certainly heading to Green Bay. Which I mean that's the that's the that's toughest it. ask. That that is the toughest ask. Not only just because they're a very good team, but that's just that's a tough home field to and I guess we're we saying should... that the nine
1: are you saying that the Niners chances got worse because they now have to go in this path?
0: I'm just thinking where where their path was before. Like it was Green Bay was always the one seed, but wasn't there a chance that the? No, I guess yeah, it wasn't going to change. Was there any chance the Niners could have got the five? No, yeah. like the Cardinals, the yeah. Cardinals would have had to have been down yeah. one more game. So yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah, I, the Niners, the Niners, you know, path is what it was. Yeah. The Cowboys' path is probably there was a little uh, jockeying for the two three there. Yeah, um,
1: their path got a hair worse uh, in that yeah, regard. But I'm Femi guessing, makes a yeah. point that I was trying to get to here in the chat. Femi, as always, sharp as sharp as a razor. I did. I agree with Femi that the first round matchup stinks for them. Niners is not great. But if I, they get through, but if they get through, form, then more they, more they round instead. two for them is not going to Green Bay in the absolute frigid zero degrees. With a against a rested Packers team like I I like if I'm if I'm the Cowboys I'm happy in the three we take care of business at home and we get to go to face Tampa who also played this week and who is a margin you know reasonably they, they, they're they've taken some shots since the last time we played this team we're at full strength and they're not right like in general I think the Cowboys path is more beneficial having gotten into the three than out of the four because the four, the Cowboys 4 1 in the divisional round, I'm not feeling good if I'm a Cowboys backer in that spot. Not at all. No. Especially if you look good, you know. If this was if it was Cowboys Cardinals four five and the Cowboys like flexed on them and just beat the tar of them, got revenge from that upset a couple weeks ago, and everybody is, you know, just whooping and you know, Cowboys, this is it. We're a team of destiny. And then you head out to Lambeau and you play a rest of the Packers team in the cold in primetime. No, not happening. Oh thanks. Cowboys have a better chance, I think, of getting there now because if they do play the Packers, it will be in the NFC title game and it will be in a rel. there will be relatively equal uh, rest situationally, which I think helps them quite a, quite a lot, actually. Um, and I might even talk myself into the Cowboys if that's what ultimately materializes. Um, already, the current really sitting on some, I'm sitting on some Cowboys
0: you talked to me into earlier in the season. And it just, yeah, I'm, I like what you're saying, but as when we get to this team, I just like at the current number, there's no chance I could bet the Cowboys at five. So that's
1: two. where we're going. You know where we're going next, then? Cowboys, if they get there, are going to have to do it them damn selves. They're yeah. going to have to beat the Niners. They're going to have to beat the Bucks, and then they're going to have to the beat Packers. the Packers. Like that path is crystal. <laughs> what do you, what
0: do you make the? Uh, what would you make Tampa hosting Dallas right now? If that game happens, yeah. <ish>. I was gonna say field goal, field goal, a little more,
1: yeah, something like that.
0: Like there's, and I guess, think you're gonna be delaying a minus number. There's no chance that a parlay, money line parlay, that has you beating the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay Bucks on the road, plus this whatever minus one eighty, minus two hundred for for the first game. There's no chance that that doesn't come out to bigger than five fifty
1: let's let's do the math I'm gonna give you three prices and you give me the parlay price you ready
0: all right, hold up I got it I can never remember what minus 165 is in decimal
1: in decimal oh yeah that's a tough that's a real tough convert
0: it's 1.606 I think so
1: one divided by 1.606 all right now I'm ready right, give me minus 165 for the first Heck. leg give me plus 140 for the second leg Okay. And give me plus one eighty five for the third leg.
0: You're at eleven to one.
1: You know it's better than plus five fifty. Eleven to one. one. <laughs> yes, honestly, because I, I gotta tell you, whoever wins that uh, Rams Cardinals game, they're not going to. They're not going to go beat Green Bay. Not off. Not off. Uh, and and you know what?
0: The best part about uh, a money line rollover parlay like this. Let's say the Cowboys. You 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 take them, you bet this money line, you bet $500 on the Cowboys to win, you know, three, whatever, 380, however it comes out, boy, I'm not good at that math at all. And then you <laughs> say I'm taking that full 880 and I'm going to bet it to beat the Bucks at plus 145. That comes through, but there's some injuries some sure. things you didn't Jack
1: like you can but the Bucks win anyway. bail well yeah, <laughs> yeah you can
0: bail out. you don't have to eject. place that third bet
1: eject eject you know, eject yeah
0: you don't have to worry about hedging you don't have to worry about a cash out button that you're getting fucked on like you can just eject and, and just quit just quit it's the beauty and we do this in tennis sometimes too it's like you know what I, I did I say to win the tournament I said to win this quarter <laughs> <Yes. I'm>
1: all... <laughs> yep pulling the plug no, for, for the sure for sure just rip record rip um, that shit yeah, so I think that's where I'm at in the NFC. Uh, I'm not saying the Cowboys are my official pick by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but if there is a plus EV bet to be made on someone going to the Super Bowl, I believe it is the Cowboys' money line role. And we'll get, we'll, we'll say, I'll, well, I'll, I'll actually play this out. Uh, and as a, since we've done this thought experiment, I'm not going to do the Steelers one. <laughs> No, but, you know, <laughs> but I'll keep, do this one. Fun. It'd be um, fun to
0: keep track. I'm gonna do because and you
1: uh, know why I also want to do this. I don't have any action in that Cowboys game. Missed you know, the I'm price. A, I missed the I missed, a, the. I missed the. I missed the cheap threes. I'm out on that uh, one.
0: I'll keep track of the teams that make it to the title game, and we'll compare. We'll use the pinnacle closing I- odds on money lines, and we'll do a rollover on the, okay. the teams that are. If if there's some teams from the first weekend in the championship game, we'll compare it. Like here's the price you were getting to bet on them to win their conference here's the price yeah, you could have got on a rollover it'd be a, it'd be, a be great, interesting what, what a great at way at least one to, of to at least a, one of each yeah. team one you'll have one team in the in the title game at least from both conferences that played this weekend that had to play three so that'll yep. it'll be fun, fun <laughs> so that's where ahead. i'm at
1: as far as futures go i think yeah. that's the only thing i could talk myself into firing on in any for any path to the super bowl yeah um Uh, Before we wrap this pot, I'll ask your opinion on, you know, just general Super Bowl prediction, because I'm curious if you had to make an exacta right now who you go with. Um, But yeah, let's talk about some of these games. You want to go in order? Or should we like totally scramble and just like? All over the place because everybody else not, is going right in order, right down the. There's d- not boom, 16 boom, 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 games.
0: Boom, boom. I don't. It's not like I have them in order. We well. Oh shit! Dan made graphics though.
1: <laughs> I was just. I I was always going to go in order. I was just doing that. To you
0: know, Dan, d- like, Dan was Dan was like <laughs> squeezing something and about to break it. just like that. I have a. I
1: have a yeah. had a uh, had a had a funny moment there. Okay, Raiders we Cincinnati. Start, we will start with the Raiders. And you know what's funny, like. I'm going to apologize in advance. All the good handicapping is going to come at the beginning of this podcast, and then it's going to peter out (laughs) as we go through this thing uh, because that's just sort of the way the market is right now. Um, But the Las Vegas Raiders take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Here's what you need to know. Uh, These teams played uh, once this season, and uh, in that game, both teams were reasonably full strength. Uh, there was no one that I would say was supremely missing in that contest. That contest was week 11. The Cincinnati Bengals were coming off their bye. Yeah. The Cincinnati Bengals went into their bye with two bad losses. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Browns. They got their shit together. They came out of the bye, and they just uh, played a very decent game and have a score in that contest that was not representative of how close that ultimately was. Uh, I think if you do box score breakdown, they – Barely outgained them. Most of the margin was because of late turnovers.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say there was some chicanery f- at the end. Despite Jamar Chase and other offensive players' hot starts to the season, would it be fair to you know say that this team played more of its better games in the second half of the season?
1: Uh
0: wow. For the Bengals.
1: Yeah. I get, I would say yes.
0: It's not by a lot, it's though. It's not, not like not by a lot. Like, oh, I mean, coming in hot, they just had a couple really nice games in the, the Bengals of the
1: season. This is this is my two cents in the Bengals season. They beat the Steelers twice convincingly. Yep. The Steelers stink. They're here by God knows how they got here. Um, they beat the Ravens twice convincingly, and those were great wins. But they matched up extremely well against the ravens yeah. what they want to do and what the ravens offer was a perfect yeah, try, try to cover us with that
0: garbage have fun
1: well, try, try to cover us that garbage oh i dare you to with blitz no us passage. joe burrow utterly shreds the blitz uh yeah and they did both of those things and they got shredded twice so that was not surprising in hindsight if you can't
0: um, if you can't get pressure with four right you're not gonna have a good time
1: then you have two kind of uh, eh, wins the Raiders won realistically was a 16 3 game. The Denver Broncos one was 15 10, and they f- felt lucky. Um, they lose to the Niners in overtime after scoring first and then giving up a touchdown. They couldn't do anything to stop George Kittle in that game. They That's lose to the one. Chargers convincingly at home after two impressive wins against the Raiders and Steelers. Those were ugly, but they really did look helpless against Kittle. Luckily, they
0: don't have to play a marquee tight end this week.
1: <laughs> Record scratch, uh drop uh the real deal here is that everyone has been anchored on the Kansas City result the go to era an impressive
0: yeah. game host, for the referees
1: they, I almost said they go to airhead they hosted the chiefs and yes. the referee they played what how many refs on the field seven seven so it was 18 on 11 18 guys in stripes uh seven, 11 guys. In white, um, and uh, yeah, they got the uh, they got a hard fought win. I, I mean, I'm being somewhat facetious here. I, I thought they, they outplayed played well, well City, I mean, especially you, in you the second. They outplayed Kansas City in yeah. the second half of that game, I thought. Um, and you know, they they made the plays that they needed to at the end of that game because Kansas City couldn't help themselves. They just are addicted to pass interference. Um, and I guess ultimately, the fact that they won that one and they knocked off the Chiefs, especially when the Chiefs had m- some. So much um kind of meet public high level media support, like the Chiefs are really rolling, they're gonna get the one seed. This is your Super Bowl you're favorite, back. blah blah blah. Like because of that, it really did um kind of set everyone's bar the bar for the for the Bengals very high. And that was the last game we saw them play at full strength because they pulled they pulled everybody for the Browns game. It was not watchable. And I think the price you're seeing for this contest between the Raiders and the uh Bengals reflects or at least the opener reflected a lot of the anchoring that was the Bengals are a real contender now. They won the North. They you know the Burrow was amazing. He's had a great statistical season, particularly if you look at beyond the numbers at some of the inter- interception stuff. And you know I think five and a half or six Ooh. and a half at the open was uh that was a fat price that didn't really reflect reality. What what, what do you think? How many First-time
0: playoff starters are in the playoffs this year?
1: Four have quarterbacks? Never, have,
0: have never started... Yeah, quarterback. I wouldn't expect you to go play by, play by player. Five. How how many are underdogs? Four. Why is the one favored?
1: Because he's, he's playing another one who is also a first-time starter. And, he's, yeah. at home. and um, he's at home. And he's at home. Are the other ones all on the road? I think they are.
0: Yeah, Cardinals are on the road. Um, obviously, like we the just road. said, Vegas is on the road, Mac's on the road, and, and Philly is on the Jalen Hurts, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, Andy, here's a trivia question for you. Every year we cite we recycle playoff teams. There's there's a you know, there's a few new ones every year. Mm-hmm. How many of this 14 team field is we did not make the playoffs last year?
0: Since he Philly, Philly Dallas Arizona, Pittsburgh made it last year. Oh my god! Of course they started like eleven and zero. How quickly (laughs) we're anchored to that team sucking. All of a sudden, I think it's so. It's it's Vegas, Cincy, Philly, Dallas, Arizona. That's it.
1: Nope, there's two more. It was even split, seven and seven. The Niners. You're missing. You're missing the Niners and the Patriots. The
0: Niners, yes, yeah, so I forgot about that.
1: Niners and the Patriots did not. And I just,
0: yeah, the Patriots just doesn't register. Like the Patriots not being in the playoffs doesn't work,
1: <laughs> yeah. But how about that? Every like it used That's to be a, a thing, like it, every single year, we in the preseason be like, well, six teams are going to make it back and six are going to miss. Who are the six that are going to miss? And you look and you're like, I don't know, maybe that one, maybe that one. Sure, it enough, used it to was be six, seven, now seven, it's seven and seven. It's uh, uh, it's crazy. The Bears how that, made what the playoffs happens. last year. Let's yeah. do
0: that. Here, let's name the teams that were in the playoffs last year that didn't make Saints, it this year: so the Bears, Bears and the Saints. Man,
1: yeah, Washington. Um, no,
0: Washington won their division last year.
1: Yeah, the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yep, absolutely. The Four in the Ravens.
0: NFC. The Ravens and Browns. Yep,
1: five. Yep, Browns. Six. There's one more. Browns
0: and Ravens. Um Was there? Where the Colts in? They
1: were in. The Colts. The Colts, the Colts, Colts played were the Bills. Seven. Yep. Yep, they were number seven. Phillip Rivers Colts. Um, yeah, so amazing that that split 50 50, like always. Like always. Like, like clockwork.
0: Same as it ever was. There's always a worst to first team. Thank you, Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati Realistically, like,
1: same like as it ever getting, was.
0: Getting down to the nuts and the bolts of this game, like we talked about already, it's probably, it was probably too many points. The sixes got beat up. Uh, probably could still bet it a little at five and a half. You don't. But it's a tough one because you can say, well, you're betting against a first-time starter either way. You're betting against a probable um, disadvantaged head coach either way, where you have an interim and a guy who doesn't really seem to have a grip on how good his team is. You're betting against – you're either betting against Joe Burrow in this passing offense or you're betting against a crazily improved pass rush for, for you know, the Raiders here. This total's come down a titch. I'm not. I'm not 100 sure what kind of weather we'll see in Southern uh, Ohio. Um,
1: I think it's, it's going to be chilly. It's going to be in the 20s, and it's going to be a little bit of wind, but it's not. Who doesn't does, look does, especially problematic. to yeah. me.
0: I mean, my 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 take here is I would bet. I'd bet the Raiders at five. I wish I had the six. Five and a half is good. Um, weather. Let's say it turns because that's the one thing we know about weather. Sometimes it can change quickly. Let's say the wind kicks up and we have 15 miles sustained. 30. 30 gus, who does it hurt more?
1: Uh the Bengals. Probably I, think so too. I I here's what I'll say. I think the key here, if I had to just single out one plus thing,
0: if Andrew Luck was there, he'd blow right over. <laughs> I'd just see him people talking about him. <laughs>
1: wow, man. So little. Yeah, just a little guy. Um, no more Andrew the Giant. He that he must have really that must have really hit him more than he admitted. He must have really been uh, living with that. Um the general uh matchup that I think matters the most, even more than the good pass rush for for you know for the Raiders against the weak offensive pass protection from the Bengals. Um, I think in general, the scheme for the Raiders defense is a good one to keep Burrow from going nuclear. Okay. And I am basing that on... I, th-
0: I think I know where you're going with this, and I wanna, okay. I'm want to. i just going to b- play devil's advocate, kay. sort of. I'm going to pretend to play devil's advocate to lead you on. Well, why was it such a bad matchup for Patrick Mahomes? And by bad matchup, I mean the perfect matchup for the Chiefs to put up yes. 40 multiple times. Isn't this offense kind of the same? Explain that one, Drew.
1: Yeah, so I mean, basically... Do it. My... <laughs> Gus Bradley's defense is very predictable. And it is a predictable defense that is a perfect puzzle piece for the burrow offense and a perfect unlock the Pat Mahomes offense. Like it's, it is, it is a yin and yang there. And, um, for the most part, they cannot do two high safeties. They cannot uh, disguise coverages. They just go out there and they put a bunch of bodies in the secondary, and they say, Gu- "Guys, you go do your job." And they they put their front, their are put their four um, pass rushers on the uh, D, on the D line. Sometimes three, and they say, "Hey, you you go, you guys, you go, you go win your one on ones and get to the quarterback." And in general, that has been a more successful strategy for limiting Burrow than what. A, 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 a Baltimore Ravens defense, one that blitzes heavily, one that yep. puts their cornerbacks on islands. Like these guys are going to have uh, lots of help in the secondary. Like the fat, like the the just the numbers and the counting. I was just like, going to say gonna if you, if you didn't
0: mention it too, they don't need to blitz. They can run some nice coverage and probably, you know, you're not going to stop these receivers from having successful days. But if you can limit them by keeping. You know, keeping your coverage intact and not bringing these goofy blitzes, still and still getting pressure, uh, knowing that it's a plus for you and a minus for them, not having to bring silly blitzes and and not putting yeah. like I like when you say on an island, but putting your cornerbacks, D backs, coverage linebackers in disadvantaged positions, yeah. you're going to have a better time against the. Our guy Stephen
1: Lachman makes a great yeah. point, which is I saw that the Mahomes makes his big plays out of structure which is you know which is a great way to go up against a base you know basic cover you know basic man defense um and then Burrow's making his before the snap he's identifying okay this guy's coming this guy's going to have single coverage there's going to be this I lead this guy there and he's he's calculating it incredibly quickly and he's firing on all cylinders when he is under duress and that's why his EPA per play when blitzed is so so much you know so much better than in uh, a clean pocket, and uh, and just in general against uh, uh, against the base pass rush. So I think I think that's ultimately I, like if like if you were like, hey, there's one player prop on the board that you can play in this game that kind of fits. I th- you, all the puzzle, you know, all the ways, game states, etc. What is it? I think it's Burrow passing yards under. I, my my gut is that that's going to be a huge number, and realistically, this isn't the type of defense he's going to go off. And we kind of know that because they played in a completely uh, comfortable environment in Vegas. Joe Burrow was twenty of twenty nine in that game. You want to guess how many yards he had, Andy?
0: Oh, about a buck eighty three.
1: One forty. <sighs> Went high. Well, one forty eight. So one fifty. I'll give him one fifty. I'll round up. One we'll round it up. One fifty. And yeah, that's not a lot, obviously, for twenty completions. Uh, and you could look at that game and say, well, they were winning the whole time, and they were always ahead, and you know they had some short fields. Yeah, all that is true. Um, but it's still, I, I don't, I don't think that you're going to see Joe Burrow come out and just light up the statistical, you know, light up all the stats here from a passing, particularly because this is his first playoff game. And there are, and nerds, that's the thing, even dude, if he is an national champion and he's yeah, cool. These as are shit.
0: two first time starters in the playoffs but one has played about a hundred more NFL games. Like when, when did Carr come into the league? Like, I don't even know how long it's Oof, been,
1: man. Um,
0: how many years do you think Derek Carr has been in the league?
1: Jesus, I, man, I bet you this, this is his 11th season.
0: I was going to say 10.
1: Oh no, actually no, we're, we're, we're way, it way, feels, way. It feels high. like eight. Yeah. He, uh, this is his, it just feels eight like we, well, it's it's because we had David.
0: It's because we had David Carr. We've had yeah. Carr for like 25 years. And then, real quick, I want to touch on this too. You talk about Burrow versus the Blitz, and then it, it made me think of a play a player I wish was in the playoff in Justin Herbert versus the Blitz. Are they doing something different in college, or like are we wired? It's only, it's a it's a sample size of two, but I feel like Davis Mills is going to get splits too. Like,
1: Why are these all guys my all my favorite splits?
0: young quarterbacks? Are I, think I think it's I think it's
1: more me. a it may be more. We may have to give the offensive coordinators a little bit more credit in terms of like they're giving their guys the easy button when blitzed, right? Like they're building it into the uh into the offensive play. Well, it,
0: it's just like a counter move in chess like like, hey, guess what? If they blitz here, our play is dicked like the play yeah. that you're calling it's probably not going to work. So you have a checkout at the line and then if they Mm -hmm. still blitz, it's going to work beautifully. Or if it's a surprise blitz, there's always some sort of hot read. Like if you're looking at a defense and be like, they blitz on this 30% of the time, but they're not showing it. Like, you know, I have, I have the back out in space. I have the tight end on a curl, like whatever it takes to have that quick little, quick little dump off to get rid of it. If you, you don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Lean Raiders still at five and a half, five. Yep, Leaving Raiders five. Lean under still at 49, 40 and a half, whatever. Uh, my fare is 47 here. Uh, and uh, Burrow passing yards under, I think, is a fair play. Uh, ultimately, I expect the Bengals to squeak through. Um, but a, but a Raiders upset would shock me 0%. zero percent. 0.0. Let's go to the nightcap. Right, in the nightcap the of Saturday. Yeah, we haven't even got to Sunday yet. We have f- Monday. F- 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 rigid. Wait a second. It's gonna be thirty-five, huh? It's gonna be thirty-five in Buffalo now. I don't know about that. I thought it was well. If they're what? gonna if they're gonna
0: get the weather that we're having, it's like forty here today, man. You know what I'm saying? If they're gonna get the weather we had, and it's nice, uh, this Ooh. bill's number should have a zero on the end of it.
1: <laughs>
0: Are we? Yeah, you're looking at Sunday's weather. I think.
1: Um, uh, let's take a look. Uh, Orchard look at Park, New weather. York, is. Uh, saturday is they're getting a coating inch of snow now um let's see here let's go to the daily sorry looking up weather is not entertaining yeah yeah it's supposed to be seven i wonder why i wonder if this thing is busted here so he's saying zero uh it could be celsius no it's uh that's Fahrenheit. zero fahrenheit um yeah i wonder what's up with the roto grinders nfl weather report because that is not correct
0: not correct. Anyway, yeah, well,
1: they, they must be pulling I'll, Sunday.
0: I want to ask a question then. Like the the sample the sample size that people are using for Josh Allen playing in cold weather games. Too small or much too small? Too small. It's 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 not enough to make it. It's not
1: much it's too small thing. though.
0: No, it, it's getting it's getting close to being signal and he does throw it super hard. Fucking the DNP's thing is just killing me, Patrick. <laughs> God damn it! You're you're banned from the chat if you're going to make me giggle. Um, roto
1: grind. Do not count on the roto grinder's algorithms because it yeah. Does
0: hopefully your your yeah. analytics guy isn't pulling it from there. But yeah, it, I uh, Bills team total over anyway. That's my whole handicap.
1: Ooh, okay. Ooh, I like that. What's the number? I, but okay, uh, well, let's let's reset a couple like things. Twenty four. Uh, third time these teams have played. Both yep. times, if the n- weather was neutral, you would head over games, in my opinion. Both defenses, very are much, her- both defenses a hair overrated because they have played very weak opponents. Both defenses have given up points when they have gone up against bona fide offenses this season in neutral game states. This only really stays under if somehow, some way, Belichick comes in with some concept of we are going to play ultimate keep away, a la the way we tried to handle a young Mahomes and you know just literally give them minimal offensive possessions here and eat the clock like you know like they did in the first matchup honestly um i still think the overs in play it's been bet up mm-hmm. we talked about it on monday like ooh it's 43 people are buzzing about the cold make it to 42 yeah, i wanted a 42 so back to 42 so bad and it's back to 44 yep
0: um
1: and I think that's the right directional move. I think 44 still has a little room to bet the to to be bet to the over. Um, it sounds like you are more on the side of the Bills covering here. If you're inclined to get involved with the Bills team total, um, why don't you make the case for the Bills in as succinctly as you can, and I'll make the case for the Patriots, and we'll see if uh, we can decide if this is fair or not.
0: I think I think I'm just so heavy like loving this over that I think both teams get to 24. Like I, I'm i not saying I haven't modeled out in like, Oh, this is going into the fifties, but like this being in the lower fifties doesn't feel wrong. Like 28, 24, like okay. it's not like both of the, like you said, both of those games, if you take some weather out of it, they're probably heavy over games. And yeah, it is. It's a bit of a tough. If you were going to take a first-time quarterback and we're talk about first-time quarterbacks a couple more times yet, but if you're going to take a first-time quarterback And put them into the playoffs, probably best case scenario, not being a road game. Oftentimes, they'll be road games just because they're lower teams in the seedings. But having a good coaching staff, not only a good coaching staff, but a coaching staff who obviously, I mean, the dumbest, most blatant statement of the week is the Patriots coaching staff knows how to prepare for a playoff game. Like having true having just a million years of experience in that coaching room, in the trainers mm-hmm. room, some of the players that are still there from you know Patriots teams gone by. Uh, it it's been an efficient offense when it when it's working. And I really think like they didn't I'm not sure they needed to play that stupid game plan from you know the win game. The win game was weird. I kind of want to just throw that one out there altogether. But yeah, this is somebody brings up Bill's highest scoring team this weekend bills pats highest scoring game. Those are some fun props I'll be looking at. Either way, I think I think Buffalo will be able to throw on this team. We saw it in the win game once they actually started doing it. Despite mm-hmm. being a good secondary some good names, it's just it, the play sequencing from Buffalo when it works out is so beautiful. Like yeah. I get so mad at this coaching staff cuz like why are why have you decided to play this way where you know, uh th- this is what we're going to do now and I guess the, the Patriots the last part like the last quarter of the season I saw some things I didn't like on defense with some teams it's like why is this team scoring on them yeah sure and I I don't believe the the pass rush is going to bother him at all and yeah like I said I have the Bills 28-31 somewhere in there okay maybe and maybe they do just cover like I think the the Bills the, the Patriots path to covering it's probably a lower scoring game and I just don't think that's in the cards
1: Bill's highest scoring uh, team this weekend is cool. Bill's highest scoring team in the playoffs, I think, is live. Very much so, especially if they go, f- if they can get to the Super Bowl. You don't even need them to win the Super Bowl; they're going to score the most points of any team if they get there. Uh, yeah, I think ultimately the concern about laying the four and why I am agnostic on the bills laying the four and if anything I'm laying I'm taking the points with the Patriots yeah I'm not that last it. matchup was clearly I was excited about uh the fact that the bills won and covered right like I bet them I had them I have a million different ways we had them team toll over I think that was our secret pot play that week I, I was exposed bananas to the bills and so I, they do great and they win 33-21 and it's exciting because uh Josh Allen looks like an MVP. Um, but a lot of the successful plays in there were high variants that broke Bills. The fourth down yep, conversions sure. were pretty fluky. The dropped interceptions went in the favor of the Bills. The caught interceptions went in favor of the of the, you know, of the Bills. Like they caught Everything. a couple of fluky ones from Mac Jones, the tip, the tip drill um they um and the patriots dropped a pick six in that game the patriots could not get off the field on those fourth downs and actually you know what i was going to make this whole grand point about high variance plays and i went to go look up the box score stats um the bills were three out of four on fourth down in that game how about that good job by them it's particularly because it was late in the game when they had those high leverage downs to secure that win on that scoring game scoring drive you know winning securing drive right what were the Patriots on fourth down in that game? You want to guess? O oh for all? Oh? They were five of six on fourth I don't down conversions. That game at all, apparently. I don't remember that part of that game at all. No. The Patriots converted five fourth downs. It must have been early in that game when they went on they because they, they had a couple good scoring drives early-ish. Actually, it was 17-7 at halftime. Uh maybe it was that just just that Oh well. I I am I'll have to revisit that one a little bit more, I guess. But um I was surprised that Patriots converted five out of six fourth downs in that one. But the the un, the overarching thing beyond Are just we, the, having,
0: do we have two games this year where a team converted five fourth downs and lost the game now.
1: Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. This one and the Chargers both. Yeah. <laughs> it's kinda of wild. Um it was late kind of trying to come back according to Ryan. Uh I don't remember that, but I believe it. Um they, I generally though, like I felt like both coaches knew the stakes of that game and like they coached, they coached correctly. And I similarly for this game, they know the stakes. They're going to coach correctly. There's going to be some, uh, some aggressiveness. There'll be some extra scoring opportunities. Yeah. Be, I have no you
0: know, interest in this side. I think this total, this number is perfect. Like you said, if, yeah. if I had, I'm, I'm making all these, I'm making all these, points about hey i should bet the bills money or the bills team total over the over i like the overs a lot if i had to bet a side it would probably be plus four i agree i think this is a close game yeah i think this probably should be a three three and a half yes there you go my 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 fair is
1: a juicy three and the fact that i'm not at three three three, or i'm not on the other side of three is why i'm not getting involved with the pets
0: i have a hypothetical line i'm going to set for you over one and a half drew yeah, over one and a half. Under, under. <laughs> <You didn't>...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume you're gonna. I assume you're gonna put the big on the over, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. No, well, now I'm gonna juice it minus one fifty. Under. <laughs> um, assistants in this game that are head coaches on opening day. That's an under. I think only one of the Bills. I think Only one I, of Leslie Fra- Leslie Frazier will get some interviews, but and people McDaniels remember stays. remember his uh, his last coaching stint as a head, like Dave um, Brian Dable, yeah, McD- yeah Dable, and then McDaniel's.
1: And this is also long tail to the under because I could see zero.
0: It could be it could be none. There could be it some doesn't weird, see. It doesn't seem like there's air.
1: a it doesn't seem like there's a ton of enthusiasm for Dayball as a head coach for whatever reason, even though he would have been probably one of my he would have been at the top of my list of interview candidates. Um, I surprised Fra- Les less Frazier's getting interviews.
0: Leslie Frazier was again. He is Dan Quinn. He's another Dan Quinn. I think he's a very good coordinator. He was not a good head coach. No. And yeah, I think I think over over like nine and a half interviews between them all. That's that's probably long to the over, but yeah, uh,
1: yeah, sure. sure. Well,
0: under one and a half, I think you're probably correct. And yeah, yeah McDaniel McDaniel's just doesn't seem to want to go do it anymore. Like you think he's happy? He's, waiting for, to, yeah, he's
1: waiting, waiting for Bill him. to. He's waiting Bill move on. He knows he can operate in in Gillette and work work for. Uh, he can work for uh, Kraft for a long time. Bobby Kraft he's forever. For, he's just waiting for Bill to, to slide off into the sunset. And I think
0: he's paid pretty well. And, and honestly,
1: if there. you're uh, if you're if you're McDaniel's, you got a franchise quarterback now. So yeah, I'd, I'd be hanging around. I'd I take know, some man. interviews.
0: Just be like, you know, if somebody wants to pay me good money. <laughs> I, might, I might I might go to somewhere stupid, but I think those contracts are few and far between. Uh, you're pro- you're probably right. I think under one and is the correct take there, and. Yeah, it'll be. And it's funny, too. I made it that tweet about the Giants coaches. Yes. I, I made fun of McAdoo <laughs> Schirmer. <do>. Shermer, <laughs> and, and So that started out as a tweet. I was going to list the last five years of the worst hire for the last five
1: years. <laughs> and it was all and Giants I, coaches. Well,
0: no. It's, well, it was Urban. This year was Urban.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Last
0: year was Judge. The year before, yeah. that was Case, I believe. And then yeah. I started going back into every year. I'm like, Oh my god, these are all like giants coaches. I'm like, <laughs> so I scrapped that tweet and just turned it into a giant's tweet it was it was anyway. Yeah, oh, it's wow. funny. I'm like, oh my god, they they really had a bad stretch. All those hires were thrown within, within like five years of each other. Like yeah, the, the Shermer McAdoo Judge stuff, they each what got like two years. I, oh I actually I don't I'm I mean get a new GM. That's what makes this, um, you know, just taking a side path here. That's what make these, these coaching markets. If you want to bet into them, have fun. If you have some information, go yeah. don't mean fast along, but you know, like what was three helped, of these coaching. Yeah. yeah. Three of these coaching vacancies do not have a GM that makes it incredibly difficult.
1: You know, what's a good question to ask in a coaching interview. Um, are you going to make my guys do Oklahoma drills? <laughs> And if they say yes, then you probably shouldn't hire that guy. You're not legally,
0: you're not allowed to, and this, it's funny in this instance, every one of these guys has a Wikipedia page so you can find it out. But legally, you can't ask someone how old they are in a job interview unless it pertains to them being, you know, uh, over 18 for something like that. You don't have to, you can just say, would you do Oklahoma drills? And you know, like, this guy's too old. Yeah, <laughs> or at least he's old. got
1: too old of a brain. In the case of the yeah. judge, um, but yeah, like the judge and Urban minor stuff, like you knew that that wasn't going to work when you started yeah. hearing the bona fide reports from camp about the way they were treating the players. Like these yeah. are professionals; you can't act like that, <laughs> and it'll eventually run. It, it may work for a for it may work for a year, for two years, but it's not going to work long term. And when it goes sideways, it spoils so aggressively. That you get fired, <laughs> and we laugh about you even being hired in the first place because it's like, wow, he made the same mistake everyone else makes in this case. Um, so ultimately, yeah, I know that uh, that was a fun conversation. Let's move on to Sunday. Talk a little bit about
0: yeah, weather, weather report yeah, from Tampa, um, Tampa Bay. What, what do they call that when you have a reporter in the field?
1: Uh, and, reporter in the field?
0: You know, no, no, there's a word yeah. for it search of the sea correspondent
1: tampa,
0: tampa bay correspondent uh Giorgio michelaccio and he is he is letting us know what we saw a little earlier too looks like the weather's gonna suck in tampa that'll be pretty fun
1: yeah Michelaccio. Uh, no, uh no i thought you were laughing about the uh quinn 201 for denver um, oh god yeah no no. it's a long shot but you know
0: <laughs> what's the name from uh inglorious Bastards? he says
1: Oh yeah, fuck! I haven't seen that movie in a while. Now I want to watch some Quentin Tarantino. That might be a fun. That might be a fun uh, Friday night kind of watch. I'm gonna rip through some Quentin Tarantino. Um,
0: Across 110th Street.
1: (laughs) The uh, yeah, the uh, point you were gonna make though about a correspondent in the field. uh, The weather is not looking great in Tampa. You want to give me a little more details?
0: A little, some heavy winds, maybe some rain could be shitty. And I think Giorgio actually makes a good point here. He's, I think this affects the Eagles even more because Tampa can just stack. Tampa is getting healthier on defense. The Eagles have been a good run team, but. Let's start naming good teams that the Eagles have beat, and it's not like I have to make some big case yeah. for the Eagles being like, oh, the Eagles aren't very, yeah, they're not very good compared to the top teams in the NFC. They're they're a seven seed. They're not supposed to be a great team. They've had a nice season. This is a good to build on. Um, I think maybe Sirianni. You know, I had question marks about him first and first and foremost from the beginning of the season. I had question marks about Hertz, but I think they have some stuff to build on there. They just need a few more pieces, and this could be a team that competes for the division in the next couple years, but this is a tough matchup, especially if Tampa's healthy on defense. Check into all those injuries. What was it? Uh, Levante, David, Dean, and then one other. Uh, Barrett's dinged up.
1: Barrett's off of, no, he's off of COVID. He's off the COVID now um barrett's back in practice uh it's basically you just need you just you're counting on Devin white to be the guy at this point um to go mano a mano with uh um jalen hurts and be sort of the the spy i think uh that's my guess at least um the uh leonard fournette is back in practice as well Uh, Mm a bunch of guys basically a bunch of guys all you know all made their returns to practice today although they participated in a limited fashion that was offset by some bad news which is the the great cyril grayson uh looks like he's going to be unavailable i know cyril grayson household name um but believe it or not he actually had chemistry (laughs) with uh tom brady in the passing game so he might be difficult ish to replace scotty miller maybe back however uh, I believe he'll be back. Uh certainly Tyler Johnson will be out there. Mike Evans will be out there. Gronk will be out there. He's and Gronk's, you know, Gronk's fat and happy. He got his bonus. He got his million bucks. He should probably show up and play hard for Tommy in this uh playoff run because he was saving he saves it for the playoffs on a good season. Um, so it's uh it I think it's still uh, a dynamic offense that can score 30 points here, despite the injuries to them. And part of my reasoning for that, um you know, bullishness is their offensive line is going to be able to match up with the only thing that I can say anything positive about Philadelphia defensively, which is that they have some horses on their D line. If if we go strength on strength, Jensen, Ali, Marpet, uh, you know that those guys are putting hats on Fletcher Cox, keeping him you know out of the backfield, and touchdown Tommy has time to operate in the pocket. He's gonna carve regardless of who the skill position players are. We know this.
0: Yeah, I mean, it stinks about Godwin and Brown, but even like, there's a lot of teams that would be pretty happy to have Evans and Gronk, and then you know Scotty and the guy. Like, that it's not a bad, it's not a bad problem to have this kind of depth. And yeah, the serial thing.
1: Serial Grayson.
0: Serial <laughs> Grayson. But I mean, yeah, they they had that. They they're one of the. Teams that was unique, and that they had the depth to absorb some of this. And Gronk, this time of year, he's finally getting into shape. If he can take some time off from trying to defraud the U.S. government through insurance scams on TV, (laughs) he will probably be able to uh, match up pretty well against this defense as well. Because it doesn't matter what they run; he's Gronk. Like even at this age, he's just—he's a big old—he's a big old problem down the seam. So,
1: yeah, yeah, Scotty Miller's good. Scottie Miller's good. Um, Mike Evans questionable officially. Cyril Grayson doubtful officially. Cameron Braid available as a backup tight end. Um, Ryan Jensen, I mentioned center is questionable. I think he goes. Um, Tristan Wirfs, Donovan Smith are both excellent tackles. You're going to get good pass pro for Tampa Bay here. And then on the flip side, the one thing that has really helped the Philly offense throughout the balance of the season has been their offensive line has been amazing. They've won 1v1s. They've set the tone. They've created space, and they've created the running lanes. They've been important for the running attack of Philadelphia to succeed. They're going up against absolute monsters. Vita Vey is healthy, and Donald Kinsu is healthy. William Golston is going to be available. Pierre Paul, questionable. I expect him to go. Shaq Barrett, questionable. I expect him to go, so you'll be able to generate somewhat of a pass rush here. Devin White and Kevin Minter, manning the middle of the stats
0: field. On, uh, I was talking about young quarterbacks versus the Blitz. I, I guess I don't want to bl- but like just pressure numbers for uh, Hertz. I don't think I have that right in front of me. What do you, I mean, even without the numbers, He's what do you average. I, haven't, I haven't watched a ton of Eagles games to tell you the truth. Mm. Like without yeah. looking it up, I couldn't, I couldn't say like, Hey, is he, is he good or is he bad against uh, pressure?
1: Yeah. I think I if, if, you're of... able,
0: if you're able, if you're able to spy, if you're able to kind of take away the, you know, the scampers, I need a better word for that quarterback. I,
1: scampers. I've, I, f- I have him as average, um, but I've my my gut, my two cents. Seeing a, a decent amount of Eagles this year is he bails a lot. He bails early and just takes you ta- he takes what you'll, you, you, he takes what he gets off the edges. Just kind of he does he does the sideline sprint. Like okay, I'll get four yards this way, right? Like that's his that's his mo. And if he is if he's decided pre snap, I'm going to Devonte Smith down the sideline. And he's under pressure. He's still do, he's still throwing it, and a lot of times that's getting picked. Um, if he's under pressure, if he's a, if he's got a clean pocket, that could be a completion. Um, they still make a lot of hay with the tight ends in that offense. They still make a lot of uh, they they just they rely pretty heavily on the offensive line winning their one v ones in order to matriculate. And I don't see that happening necessarily. I mean, this feels like a rerun, probably of what we saw in the first game. If Eagles score late. They could backdoor this if the Bucks have the ball in the second half and they need to put this game away. I fully expect them to do that. Um, Bucks seem like the kind of team that uh, uh you want to be involved in a teaser but not lay the points. What do you think?
0: Yeah, this is I just wish there was a second teaser leg. Like this is an open teaser leg for me.
1: Hmm. I'll see if I can twist your arm on one later then. Let's move there on. There is one. It's not a oh, one, we thought on the but... total. Forty to six too low. Is there gonna be buyback on this over at some point? I kind of feel like uh, it might be. Forty seven is where I made it. If it keeps dropping because
0: of the weather, like if it's just rainy and not as windy, this total's probably low.
1: The best weather prediction I can give you for Sunday is that we there should will send be... Shep down there. Ooh, we need we need our ship. We need our correspondent, weather correspondent, chef. Chef in the field. I'm seeing 18 mile an hour winds, 32 mile an hour gusts. I'm seeing a an 85 percent cloud cover, uh, 65 percent chance of precipitation, 0.2 inches of precipitation. That's non trivial. So that's kind of nasty. Temperatures are going to be warm, though. It'll be a warm, breezy, wet day. <laughs> it's, hot.
0: it's hot. It's a wet heat.
1: <laughs> it's a wet heat. As right. they say. Um, sounds
0: gross. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's keep moving. The game of the week.
0: I'm excited to just watch this one. I said Niners at the bigger number. Number's gone. I'm not as interested at three, even though it's not a two and a half where I would normally do this. If you made me bet the Niners and you said, <clears throat> here's a hundred bucks, bet the Niners. I'd take the plus 140 rather than the three oh, points. Oh, yeah.
1: This is a funny one because a little bit of variance to this. Three, one, right? three is crystal solid, fair, but <laughs> the outcomes are bimodal. And I say that because this is either the Niners can get a lead. One of lead, my favorite words: bimodal. bimodal. Um, the uh, uh, the general feel for this game is bimodal for me.
0: Niners with the lead. Niners
1: Niners with the lead. This is like they can win. Yeah. Dallas with the lead. They win with margin. I don't really see this coming down to a field goal either way. So I agree with you. If you're getting involved with the Niners, just might as well take them on the money line at this
0: point. You kind of of articulated, uh, articulated what I was thinking as well. Like, yeah, Dallas. Well, either team with the lead, and the, the biggest part about Dallas that I worry about too is, and sometimes we run into this, and you can only play who you can play, but they re- they haven't beaten anybody in the playoffs besides the Patriots overtime game. Like, remember when we when they were when they had that shit sandwich of Washington, New York, Washington, and they trucked them, and we said, you know, hey, not so fast, Lee Corso. Not so fast. Hold your hold your horses. Like they're not this good. They're good. They're not great. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves here. And they didn't look as good against good teams. The Niners are
1: they're good. They're complete. Yeah.
0: They were a bit of an issue for me in the middle of the season, Mm -hmm. but the way the 49ers are playing right now, they absolutely deserve in the playoffs. They deserve to be in the playoffs. They deserve to probably be less than honestly three three is probably pretty fair but they deserve to have a look as a team who can win a game or two honestly in this playoffs and jimmy garoppolo despite having that weird thumb webbing injury whatever he played pretty well over the past handful of games that he was in on and the, the i mean the biggest thing for me is that the defense is kind of coming together a la a- you know New York or New York, a la New England, where it's like, oh, this defense is just gonna get better throughout the season until we get to the end of the year. And then this defense is causing people problems.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm I like San Francisco a lot as a team who if you had to give if you had to get me a team an underdog from the first round saying this team can win two games. Not only this one but the next one. And I know how tough the next one is like oh, this it's, is,
1: it's, there's no, there's no doubt it's San Francisco.
0: It's, it's the Niners and it's not even like, I can't even it's think of a close no second doubt. for me right now.
1: I I could, I would listen to you if you were like, look, peak Kyler Murray can give you two wins against the Rams and the Packers. I yeah, would but listen he'd to, have
0: to He'd have to red line for 120 minutes. <laughs> yes. Like Dallas can do yeah. this a, a few different ways. They can do it with their defense. They can do it with solid quarterback play. Great tight end play, good running, good scheming, a good offensive mind. Versus what is again probably? Not
1: I would that great of a also coach. listen to you that Mac Jones can beat Buffalo in Tennessee. I would listen to you.
0: I, I would like you to phrase it differently. <laughs> I would like you to take yeah. the word Mac Jones out and say well, Belichick can beat Buffalo. <laughs> Belichick, and Tennessee. Belichick can beat Buffalo.
1: And Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. But in the order, it's San Francisco one. Arizona two, New England three. If you're going to tell me I can have one dog and they need to win two games to make me money in like a Calcutta type of situation. <laughs> and the,
0: the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders are despite one of my teams, I think definitely has a chance. I, the Raiders in the second game are in bad shape.
1: Yeah, they're yeah, that's it. They're going to, uh, yeah, well, that's it. Um, all right. The, um, the general uh feeling here on this night this diners dallas total 51 is fair too this is i mean it's, it's a hair it's a hair high uh there's probably going to be a couple of moments if if you back the over 51 i can promise you one thing you are in for a sweat because neither of these teams plays comfortable overs when they're in competitive games right this is there will be moments where you're literally like holy crap how is this only this many points of score because they both tend to do weird dumb things that take points off the board um even the not even the niners rams game last week which should have been a no doubt over there were like 800 yards of offense in that game it took till the end of the game to get that there uh and it's it's that's just the way these guys play um i will say this one more thing the uh the coaching advantage san francisco we agree oh yeah any, Especially, any,
0: and now and now that the world knows about their their little nerd
1: yeah i know right uh any uh so any any thoughts on number one we agree we've said this a million times dallas's defense is overrated they've getting they've gotten here by by the grace of turnovers pass rush health stuff that you can't really count on and and strength of schedule they've gotten here by a lot of intan, you know, a lot of things that mask what could be an average defense. Um, but even more, um, the Dan Quinn familiarity with Kyle Shanahan's system does that give them any edge here in terms of prep, in terms of keeping San Francisco from getting ahead?
0: I mean, familiarity is nice, but
1: Doesn't Dan really. Quinn
0: has done a nice job with that defense.
1: Doesn't move the needle for you. Has,
0: but not it's not something I'm like putting into this and saying this is a okay. this is an yeah, it's not a needle mover.
1: Okay. Uh how about uh Jimmy Garoppolo thumb, a needle mover at all? Like if, if if Jimmy Garoppolo was full health and he was spinning it and he had no broken thumb, torn UCL, whatever it is, are you talking yourself into a Niners money line?
0: I think I already did talk myself, (laughs) but no. um, Another week, I'm I've been scouring a couple times a day, looking for news on that. That would be great to hear. Like if it's just like, oh, it's all better, or it's fucked still. Like I think that that's probably I I may make a, a Niners money line bet. I don't think I have to be in a hurry. The market's not gonna just fly past three with a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, this money line might end up at 135. I might lose five cents, but I'm not in a hurry. I think that's the news that pivots it for me. Like if they say Jimmy G is gripping a ball like a motherfucker, G.I. Joe Kung Fu grip, and he's fine, and this webbing is all healed up, and it just took a little bit of time then I'm probably playing this, and then, you know, if if they're saying it's still flopping around, because you can see there was times... He, despite a nice performance, there were times where it's like, "Oh man, I wish his hand felt better." <laughs> like they, I know, right? That's they got down early, and, and really, that kudos to the whole team for getting down early in a must-win spot and not not letting it get to them coming through in the end. That was a wild. That was, I mean, the the wildest game of the weekend was clearly the wildest game of the weekend. But the Niners' comeback kind of got overshadowed. That's a, that was a wild thing for them to do.
1: Oh, man, I'm going to take a loss on my magic plus seven in the stupidest fashion possible. God damn. Six seconds left, and they get an and one to make it an eight point game. Oh, Oh, I haven't even looked at basketball stuff. Actually, Montreal, Carroll is at the free throw line, so maybe he misses. There's a 50 50 chance he makes it. Um, the, uh, uh, The NBA line, the NBA markets lately, by the way, if you haven't been paying attention, shit's fucking tight. Man, it's getting, getting tight. Um, the um, uh, I think we covered every angle of this. Oh, oh, they got a basket. Franz Wagner. Lay up with 0. 0.5 seconds. I get my cover. <laughs> Do you believe in magic, Andy? <sighs> Do you
0: like- oh, you. Oh, add to my <laughs> list. I might watch uh, American Pie. I bet that movie's aged super well.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Obviously. Um, all right. Magic at the cover. Mm. All right. Fire it up. That was a good one. Whew. Uh, okay. Uh, I think I'm out of angles on this one. Um, Do you believe in me? Oh, no, I did have one other angle. Okay. Did you read it and see the quotes about Jimmy Garoppolo after he got the shot in his thumb at halftime? He was like, felt a lot better in the second half.
0: See, it, it looked better. I didn't see a quote.
1: Okay. He was quoted, which, and he, ba- okay. I think he even, I think he even tra- telegraphed, I'm going to get the shot before the game. Okay. Is that they need to give him two of those. Can't they give him two? <laughs> Can they give him one before the game and one another yeah. one at halftime?
0: Why would why would they not give him two of those? Is that illegal? I don't know the rules on shots.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I guess what I'm wondering is yeah, does it does it wear off? Does he get two shots? That's what Does shots that work. give them more of a angle an edge in the first half? Does that make them more live for a first half? Uh, you know, it does. Cuz I guess ultimately like why why do I not why am I not involved in Niners at all here it's because there's a huge swath of games where the Dallas Cowboys have a meaningful lead and in all of those games I do not see Jimmy G coming back Dallas does not play they don't fiddle fuck with the lead they keep their foot on the gas they create they wreak havoc uh they the pass rush cranks it up they get defensive scores with a lead like this team yeah they block punts with the lead like this team does not uh you know sit on their heels Especially in a you know playoff game in a home home environment, and like Femi seems so, to think
0: you can only get one shot per week. I know, but can it's the playoffs. One. Can't Ooh. get two.
1: <laughs> well, uh, doctors, what is
0: is it? Just straight? Are it's, you getting torn? Are you getting This Torado? game was.
1: Hey, if this game was in California, I would might I, they may be playing by the rules. This game's in Texas, Andy. This game's in Texas. Here's the thing about wild west man.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if it's like some sort of. Uh, <laughs> uh, it can't be a steroid. Um. So if it's just a pain, first off, if it's toradol, my god, like I can see how people. And uh, this is not a story I've told anyone. But if I live to like seventy-five or whatever, I'm just gonna try heroin. I've heard it's, <laughs> I've heard it's awesome. Like, but it it will ruin your life, Drew. <laughs> Hard drugs will ruin your life, but they say it's just the bees knees. Once I'm once I'm like eighty. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. Like it's just really good toradol, but toradol is toradol is the shit. I got some once when I had mono, because I let it go too far and I got a bad throat infection and I was in a lot of pain. I took it. It was like a little shot. They give you a bottle. You tore the top off and shot it, and you were you were in a good spot. I was enough. I was fine for a while,
1: okay. but uh,
0: yeah, if it's toradol, I'm, Niners money line.
1: Yeah, I'm not a downer guy really, so I don't think I'm ever getting dabble in the heroin really um uh, not so. when you're old no no so psychedelics for sure that like that gets oh, yeah. you that that like prepares oh, your I brain know, for mean, death that, i think that that absolutely, you absolutely you absolutely have to no, no but like i'm saying like you like as you're approaching death i think you want that to kind of really help your uh you know mm-hmm, help your sir. yourself deal with the uh your end of life experience um but
0: yeah, not I, I mean i'm microdosing. i'm fine
1: <laughs> you're currently microdosing. Oh, okay all right good deal Good to know this. Uh, you 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 did like dilate it. I was curious. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, Pittsburgh uh, and Dallas. Pittsburgh at KC. Or yeah. anything else on this? I'm
0: I'm agreeing no, with nothing. you. If I'm if if I'm in a spot where I have the San Francisco money line, I'm certainly not down. I'm certainly not uh, doubling down.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, it's good point. I'm I'll, not a doubter I'm, guy. I she do has two weed gummies and I'm drinking one of them. <laughs> well, I like the sativa ones more than oh, the, God, than the indigo the ones, because those are on the upper scale things. Um, all right, man. The Pittsburgh Steelers, Kansas City Chiefs, um, you can tease Kansas City right now from 12 and a half down to six and a half. What's stopping you from doing that and pairing that with Tampa Bay? Because that looks like a stupid, you kick yourself in the morning when you wake up on Monday and you're like, why the hell didn't I tease Tampa KC? What the hell is wrong with me?
0: Yeah, I mean, just because it's not a math teaser. You do get through the seven, though. Like, you get through seven. the 7, you get through the 10.
1: You need You need a one-touchdown win from your, Pitt, your Kansas City Chiefs against Big Ben in this final ever playoff game, yoloing so the shit out the, of
0: the. The argument against it is that long-term math says it's a loser if you did this on all the plus 12 and a halves, or minus 12 and a halves.
1: What about but, in playoff games?
0: But counteracting that would be the fact that the total is a little lower and Pittsburgh does suck donkey dick, and I just don't see how they don't win by seven. So it's it's probably gonna end up in a teaser. I hate using the non-math ones, but this is I like,
1: don't have the answer to this, Andy. But we getting just, across six too, two. You're, be better. I gotta call you. You're being you're contradicting yourself from earlier in this podcast. You said that here we are this late in the season. These numbers are good. These like this is a sharp market, like. Presumably, margin that's of fair. victory. That's, that's, wide, I like this. I like is this. a lot closer than it yeah. would be in a regular season. Well, it is the median. The it is
0: the median. Okay. Okay. Margin yeah. of victory, but okay. oh, again, okay. I mean, okay. against what Big Ben has left in his arm versus this offense, and really, it's it's going to come down to like you're going to need a master class from TJ Watt. Like, how many forced fumbles to keep this game close? Three. Three, yeah. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, three. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I I will probably have a cute little Tampa KC teaser along with the yeah, rest you of You see the any
1: world. you see any universe here where KC squeaks this out, wins by three, and your KC teaser is dead. I mean,
0: it's there's it, it can happen, it will happen in enough games were played in the multiverse, but boy, I don't mind this at all. I don't have a lot to say about this game either.
1: Here's here's where I'm at. Drew, do if...
0: tease this, it's gonna get worse as we go. <laughs> yeah, let's like, let's heroin. pretend
1: let's pretend KC does does what they do, and they get out to a good lead. Because a lot, a lot of similarities between, uh, you know, with the, the, the Pittsburgh defense is aggressive. They're going to come at him. There's going to be plays to be made out of structure. Now, Tyreek Hill's dealing with the heel injury, so maybe they don't work very well. But, you know, all the same, like Mahomes should be able to create some magic. And, oh, by the way, if you haven't been paying attention, Mahomes put his mobility under his hat early this season and was not expressing any type of scrambling. And then late in the season, he decided, okay, it's scramble time. And it has been extremely difficult for teams to adjust on the fly and stop him from getting first downs on the ground late in games. To Kansas City is kind of, they're in this mode now where they're like, okay, this is how we win a game. And it is a lot of Mahomes pass, Mahomes pass, Mahomes scramble, right? And that should be able to put away a lead here pretty comfortably for Kansas City. And all you need then is Kansas City to create a couple turnovers against Big Ben, who's been a machine in turning the ball over at times this season, including that one time these two teams play each other. Um, I have a general feel that the uh, Steelers may be competitive early in this one. They may, they may score first. They, they they may lean on Harris. Harris might do well against the Kansas City defense that has sucked against the run at times this season. Um, including last week against the Broncos. Uh, Wouldn't that be and... a game
0: plan? Like, let's, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, this has become ad nauseum for the last three years. Like, hey, let's play keep away. Like, that's Pittsburgh's only game plan. It's like, hey, hey, should we get in a track meet with these guys with a 500 year old quarterback? No, you absolutely need Harris to have a monster day. Like, you yeah. have to play good defense. Harris has to play long sustained drives based around short passing and and your rookie running back and you hope to keep it close and in the end you probably lose by 10 anyway.
1: Yes, that sounds correct. Um the <laughs> and somebody did ask the, and, yeah, honestly, if this is a it, yeah. Cal Bears. If... It's Cal Bears, not Caledonia yeah. Warriors. Yeah. If 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 uh if the if the um Steelers are popping early, if they score early, if they put the Chiefs on their heels, that just makes the Chiefs that much more dangerous, in my opinion. You unlock some aggressiveness now, and you could really be in trouble. Chiefs, I mean, the um, Pittsburgh Steelers do not have a matchup for Travis Kelsey if Kelsey is on. He hasn't been on much this year, but he could be on, on Sunday. Um, and yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think Kansas City wins this game by 10 to 21. That's about where I'm at. Uh, and I think Pittsburgh probably scores some late points if they're down big at half. They may backdoor, but I'm not getting involved on the spread here uh, at 12 and a half counting on a back door no thank you um realistically, you want to count on a back door, like
0: what what is the realistic odds that at some point during this game you can bet the steelers plus 17 and a half plus 20 and a half plus 23 and a half
1: at like, least those 80%. are numbers
0: yeah if if you really are counting on a back door wouldn't you rather be there's a greater 50 percent chance
1: that Kansas City scores a touchdown first by a lot yeah,
0: like it's probably 65-35.
1: And there's a greater than fifty percent chance that KC scores twice in a row in this game. In which case you'll okay. probably get back up to that seventeen as well. I
0: think you could get a nice Steelers number if you if you think <laughs> there's some garbage time. Or a lot closer to three or four scores.
1: Okay. No opinion on this total. Forty six seemed fair. A little low, maybe at this point. It, Did it go I, down? I this went down, right?
0: It's gonna depend on the garbage time. Like I think this I don't think Kansas City runs this up, but yeah, it's
1: of all just, every under is taking money except for New England, right? Yeah. What's I don't know. Oh don't no, know over we in the there. over in the uh Dallas game too.
0: It might be pretty chilly out on the prairie too. Dallas you can get
1: Golden Casey. Dallas took over, Tampa took under, Vegas took under, not very much. Arizona took under, not very much. Okay. Oh, all right. On. I still support a Chiefs, Bucks super square parlay of the day. Oh, teaser of the day, excuse me. Teaser of the day, of the day, of the day, of the Let's day. Let's close
0: it out with the NFC West games that have been yeah. plaguing us all year. And again, dude, I have this as a three. I'm probably going to take Cardinals. This is different than the San Francisco game. I do think there's a lot of scenarios where this is a very close game at the end, and having the points will matter. And I will be taking the four with the Cardinals here. Despite not having Hop, maybe with JJ, who knows? Who knows? He might come running out of that tunnel. I'm gonna have to keep up with injury reports on this team through the uh, end of the season. It's been it's been tough for for the Cardinals as the season went on. Like with the injuries, it stunk. Man, remember when they were like seven and zero? This was the one seed. Man, it was like Arizona Baltimore for a while. Like, oh, here's your one seeds, and I mean everybody was just lining up. Like, I will fade Cliff Kingsbury. The, now now it's gone so far the other way but i think the narrative is too strong against arizona but oh. they're, they're they're a team that is not that far behind the, the rams the rams have played marginal at times in the second half of the season stafford has shown some serious cracks like a lot a lot too many picks a lot too many it's not a good way to phrase that but far too many far picks too from many. him yeah. far too many yeah just careless balls from him and I, your defense at times is not the kind of defense that you want to put out there for super extra possessions against.
1: That's a team very with true.
0: Like a running back who has like twenty touchdowns. Like Connor never has gotten love in this offense. He's very very good, and yeah, like like you said, you'd need Kyler to redline hard for two games to get a couple a couple wins here, but uh, they can get one, and they, they can certainly keep this close. What
1: do you I agree with that? you. Uh, there's a cat on my desk, and he wants oh, to go. Classic wants cat to, in the wall. No, huh? He wants to. He wants to <laughs> come on screwed. Um he Jumped out of nowhere. They're they're hungry. I think. Um, the uh, the uh, the general read is Fade Cliff Kingsbury for me on this one. It's basically in some ways related to the fact that. <laughs> Kingsbury, I mean McVeigh, uh, in general has always had the answers for um people, always had came, the answers. He came into the league people thought he was the cat's ass. Yeah. That's right, man. Um the uh the Stafford and in company, like I'm am I counting on a good Stafford game? Yes. Am I counting on an average for uh or similar uh <laughs> Kyler Murray game yes obviously Um, but you know realistically I think we're talking about a uh, uh, a big brother little brother situation with McVeigh and uh, Clint Kingsbury here and I will be a little nervous if uh, JJ Watt is available because he does change the complexity and composure of that defense a lot. He's got some experience in the playoffs. He's, he could definitely be uh, a factor in this one and I am hopeful that he is not actually ready to go. Um, But uh, the fact that Kyler Murray is basically going to have to do it himself. He has, doesn't have his wide receiver one, doesn't really have a second option that has stepped forward in the absence of Hopkins. Doesn't really have a red zone threat. They have ruggled mightily in the red zone in the absence of Hopkins, um, doesn't really, uh, don't really, uh, uh, don't really have a a solid, uh, running game to go on, uh, that has consistency. And then similarly, uh, doesn't have a head coach that can really help him script plus EV plays going up against Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald's going to be able to wreak havoc. He's the most dynamic defensive player in the NFL and it's not close. And this is where the players like that step up and shine in general, not, you know, Rams for whatever reason they they keep some good shit in their hat and they wait for the um they wait for the playoffs and they use the good plays in the playoffs this first round every single year they do it and now they get they draw an opponent who McVay is nine and one against in his career and you know a, a, a coach in Kingsbury who he has picked on his entire career except for the one. Time that the Rams let down after the huge win against the Bucks earlier this season, where everything broke against them early in the game. Uh, I realistically think uh, the um, the Rams can win with margin here. This feels like the blowout of the week to me. I guess I. So we're going I head feel, to head. I've,
0: yeah, I feel like I feel like I've lost my way by betting on Kingsbury in the playoffs, but I just can't get this number here. Hey, man. I think there is there's. there's I have long tails to both sides.
1: You, have, we'll, have a, we'll have a great breakdown next week about this one way or the other. Because and first of all, if we do our podcast on Monday, this game will not have been played yet. Um but we oh, can revisit yeah, we can revisit NFL. this. We'll re, let's revisit this game. Oh man, they really fucked us on that. God damn it.
0: Do we want to do a Tuesday, Thursday no, next week? Or it, we already booked no. a gust
1: for Wednesday. Yeah.
0: Fuck man. Are we gonna have to do an early Monday one again, aren't we? Or yeah. s- we'll figure it out. Honestly, we'll figure. But whatever it out the case is, thing. whatever lead, the case Roger. is,
1: we we on Wednesday next week we either get to laugh at you for backing Kingsbury in the playoffs or laugh at me for backing Stafford. Yeah. Yeah.
0: One stuff. one of us is going to have egg on their face. Yeah, regarding backing an absolute yeah. chumbolo in the playoffs. <laughs> Somebody did ask a good question. I think it was Femi. Someone said, um, "I guess P- I haven't." Like I said, I haven't been catching up on my podcasts. Pff said this team would likely have the same record with golf to your mm-hmm. opinion to kind of close it out
1: I don't think so
0: I'm I'm not there I think it's a win and a half worse okay maybe yeah. one win worse I yeah. think it's still a good team I don't know if they win the division secret pod <laughs> play
1: secret I think we go total.
0: what's our team total
1: I vote we make it a little more interesting and we go burrow oh. passing yards under. Secret, I'm pop, there. Prop, I'm secret there. prop. It's like two eighty. play, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Is it that high? Can we get an? Can we get an actual quoted price? Let me find one.
0: It was two eighty ish. Somebody posted it in the chat earlier. I'm like, that's high by twenty or thirty. I'll
1: have to tell you the story of my cats and everything after the podcast because it's pretty wild. Yeah, you um, have all these animals. All of a sudden, they're fucking I know. little. I have a brother and sister kitty that we just adopted that uh, are absolutely awesome. They're my
0: 25935
1: <laughs> i like. see i like I'm that under the first one i like that under <laughs> I, like, I like that under 262 uh, all right i can still take that yeah especially because uh there's a specialty prop on DraftKings called hammer the over that's that's definitely not problematic <laughs> that's the kiss of death right <laughs> yeah um Dude, where do they keep player brows here? Um oh I mean, people are putting it in the chat.
0: 259, okay. 259 260, somewhere in there. Here.
1: Let's go under, yeah. Basically we'll call it under Let's under, under two under under 262 and a half. Papa. Thank you for that. Papa um, calls. Papa calls. Uh yeah, I think he land, I think he and again, like we're kind of protected from basically I'm saying we're calling where there's like eight pass to victory here. Anything but a shootout, really. Like, mm-hmm. anything but a shootout, anything but a Raiders blowout. Those are the two ways that he makes that number. <laughs> and I don't think either of those are especially likely. Also, Drew. Yeah.
0: G- gorlami.
1: Gorlami. Gorlami. Oh, yes. When Brad Pitt wow. just
0: doesn't even attempt to
1: do an yes. Italian
0: accent. That gorlami. Is,
1: that is excellent. That was excellent. Good job.
0: Buongiorno.
1: Buongiorno. Yes. All right, man. Let's Otherwise, wrap it up. Good show. Good show. Good pod. Good, good, pod, good pod. Good pod. Um, would Goss Rams have beaten Goss Lions? Yes. Yes, they would have. Let's put a bow on this bad boy. Yeah, the Lions had a bad
0: team. All right.
1: <laughs> well, see you this weekend huh? Cooper Cup goes 10 for 220 and three touchdowns. That's this week. I guess the Lions maybe more.
0: So just, I might sit, sit and watch beginning of. <laughs> I can't believe um, the fucking magic covered that. That was. Cool. I really, I'm gonna watch.